Welcome to another episode. My name is Jose Naharo, and today we're going to take a look at Chipotle's quarter two earnings, which they reported in July 2019. So let's get started. So all the information I collected was either taken from the Chipotle Investors website, I also used Seeking Alpha to get the transcript for the earnings call, and then I also used the SEC's main website to get the 10Q report. So I took a look at all this information and provided the top information for you guys. So I hope you guys enjoy. So right off the bat, we're going to start off with the top info. First, we're going to see that there was revenue increase of about 13.2% to $1.4 billion. And this is taking year to year. So this quarter compared to the same quarter last year. Comparable restaurant sales increased 10% for same same quarter last year. Digital sales grew 99%, almost doubled, and accounted for 18.2% of sales for the quarter. Restaurant-level operating margins was 20.9%, an increase from 19 19.7%, 19.7%, same time last quarter. This is this so this and this quarter alone, they opened up 20 new restaurants and closed one. So right off the bat, you guys see my two points here. We have we have Darth Bear to my to my left, and we have Solo Bull Bull Solo up top here. So we can see they're both at zero points right now, and we're going to give points depending on how the company is doing. All right. So the first thing I want to take a look at is revenue and earnings per share. So revenue and earnings per share actually met expectations, which is a good thing. But not only did they meet expectations, they also actually surprised with an upside. Earnings per share was $3.99 and it beat by 23 cents. Revenue was $1.43 billion and it beat by 27.39. So for that reason, Bull Solo gets a point right off the bat. The next thing I want to take a look at is comparable sales. And I like to look at comparable sales because comparable sales can really show me how the business is doing overall. Right? If Chipotle opened up 100 restaurants, obviously they're going to see a revenue new growth but i want to see how they've done compared to the same old stores that they have and the same old stores compared to this quarter compared to last quarter is exactly what comparable restaurant sales are so there has been an increase of 10 percent. so the old stores are still increasingly growing and for that reason again bull solo gets another point Next, I want to take a look at revenue by sector. So revenue by sectors depends depends on their overall business, right? Here in Chipotle, there is no real sector except two things. There is retail stores and they have digital sales. So they did see an increase in digital sales grew almost 100%. And they're also seeing the comparable restaurant sales increase by 10%. So that means that retail stores are also increasing. Seeing, th- seeing an increase in growth. And again, we give an other point to Bull Solo. So Bull Solo is definitely being strong right off the bat. Rest, the next thing I want to take a look at is company and business improvements. So the next two points here are not a reason for me to give Bull Solo a point. I'm not just giving points to give points. There are specific things that I follow. Next, we're going to take a look, just a quick look at restaurant value. So restaurant value, these are the past five quarters. And we're going to take a look at number of restaurants open, number of restaurants closed, and the overall comparable sales. So we're going to start to five quarters ago of June 30th, 2019. And we're going to work my way up to the front. So June 30th, 2018, there was 34 restaurants opened. The quarter after that was 28 restaurants open. The quarter after that was 40 restaurants open. The quarter after that was 15. And we're back to this quarter where we have 20 restaurants open. So we can see that it it does seem like there has been a slowdown in overall restaurants opening up. 
right now we're 20 which seems to be nowhere near the low of 2018 but if we take a look at restaurant closures we'll start off again with june 30th of 2018 seven restaurants closed during that quarter the next quarter 32 restaurants closed the next quarter eight restaurants closed but that's a reason that's because four of them relocated last quarter two restaurants closed and this restaurant one restaurant closed so overall it does seem like the overall closure of restaurants is slowing down but and but again so has the amount of opening restaurants next we're going to take a look at comparable sales so comparable sales of 2018 for june 2030 of 2018 was 3.3 percent followed by 4.4 percent followed by 6.1 percent followed by 9.9 percent a huge jump there and not a huge jump now an increase of 10 percent so we can see right it does seem like growth has is, is increasing we've seen that step comparable sales growth but this quarter compared to last quarter is pretty flat line are we hitting that mark is 10 percent the most it can keep growing before it starts to flatline again or is this growth pattern going to continue over the quarters well it's something we're going to have to take a look at in the uh in the upcoming quarters for chipotle so next future investments we're here in future investments another criteria i want to take a look at so remember bull solo should have three points right now based on revenue based on comparable sales based on revenue by sector and now i want to see future investments so for 2019 management is anticipating the following first they are anticipating high single digit comparable restaurant self growth up from prior mid to high single digit range expectations so right every quarter every year the company or analysis give a range of where the company will do chipotle just came out and said hey Thank you for for that range. We don't care about that range. We're going to give you guys the high 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 expectations of the range. So that's definitely pretty pretty good for for Chipotle. It does show that the company is strong. As we can see, Bull Solo has all the points right now. They are saying that they're wanting to opening 140 to 155 new restaurants. That seems to be a high number if it means overall for the year, right? Because we only have 35 for this year. So that means this company needs to open up at least 50 restaurants in the next two quarters at least at least to uh, 50 restaurants at uh, 50 restaurants each quarter so that's something to take a look at so now that i just want to go more in detail of what this company is doing the first thing is they are producing a new food carne asada carne asada which they're pleased to announce that's nearing validation validation state and that they will decide on the timing of potential national launch so not because of the carne asada that i'm happy but i i'm i like to see their process of how they bring new food to the menu so the way they do is they start off with the pilot they start off with the pilot they test it out in small locations in different regions and then they start spread them out a little bit more to get more data points to see if this would be a good launch and i think that's super smart and it shows how smart leadership is and is right now next we're going to see they're also gaining valuable feedback on their quesadilla pilot with the good news being that customers really love it i mean who doesn't love quesadillas so we're gonna see right again a small pilot they're testing it out in small different locations and then they start to bring it up in more locations to get a little more points and i like this idea the thing that is scaring me a little bit is how much is too much new stuff you know chipotle is is we can see chipotle is pretty good at um at going at, at being flexible in my opinion which i think is a good thing right all these new diets coming out in in the world right now chipotle actually decided to make bowls for individual diet for the top for the top diets going on right now so it shows that chipotle is willing to to flex to they're flexible to make different menus depending on what's 
on what's selling at the moment. And we can see that's definitely helping out the question. So, so we know if these diets die down and new diets begin in, in a few years, Chipotle will be, will be able to, to switch around the menus because they're known to do that. So that's pretty good. But the thing is, how much is too much? They're already making the quesadillas. They have a new carne asadas. They are having new ovens, which are helping to improve the quality and taste of quesadillas and could potentially be a platform for other new menus, including desserts and nachos. So again, when is it too much? But that's the reason that, is there even too much? That's the question. Is there ever too much? Or, um, and, and that's what they're doing right, right? They have a pilot process. They have a validation process where they determine that and they don't, they don't waste that much money in doing that. So they can see it's a fail in one store and say, be like, hey, okay, this is not going to work in this side of the United States. It might work in this side of the United States. So even though they are trying to expand too much, which kind of scares me, at the same time, the way their leadership is working kind of brings me back and tells me it's okay. They are excited also about Chipotle Rewards, which is the application that launched on March 12th. And this is really good, right? I always think it's pretty impressive and scary, right? It depends on who you're talking to. It's pretty impressive for businesses to do reward programs and to do reward applications. And the reasons are, are going to be here. So the first thing, I like to see rewards program because who doesn't love rewards program? What customer does not love rewards program? It, it encourages them to actually go more frequently, and they are seeing that. Early results are showing that members are increasing their frequency after joining the program. They want to get more points, they want to collect those points, and they want to use those points, which brings more customers in more often. Next, the amount of data they get from these applications, right? They can see how much Chipotle they order, what time they order Chipotle, what day they love to order Chipotle, what type of Chipotle they do, how much they order, do they, do they usually order the same thing? It helps them with data points and all this data helps the company grow. They know when to have what ready. They know to, hey, they might respond to a store. Hey, for you to move faster during your timeline, during this time, it's peak time and more value, more customers buy this. So have a big batch of this during this time. And that would definitely speed up the process, make happier customers, and make more returning customers. So for future investments, as we can see, everything is looking pretty good. And obviously, I'm going to give another point to Bull Solo. The next thing I want to take a look at is shareholder returns. And that's another, another part in my points. During the quarter, during this quarter, there was an improved to invest an additional $100 million to repurchase shares. So that's a, that's a small amount compared to what other companies are doing, but it's good to see shareholder returns being in this manner. The repurchase authorizations are addition to the already $46.6 million available as of June 30th. So in total, the company has about $150 million to repurchase shares. And during the months of April to June 30th, to June 30th the average they purchased about 83,000 shares for an average price of $703. So this company is repurchasing shares and they are increasing the amount of shares being repurchased. So for that, they are returning to their shareholders and I'm gonna give another point to Bull Solo. So that would give me one, two, three, four. That would give five points to Bull Solo. And it's definitely showing that the company is strong. But just because the company is strong does not mean it is for every investor, right? Every investor is different and would give it a different price range. And we'll talk about that in a few. But next, I want to take a look at the future. And there's two things I want to take a look at. Future outlook based on the company and future outlook based on analysis. 
So right now, outlook based on the company, given a strong quarter two and the first half of 2019, they are increasing their full-year guidance from mid to high single digits, right? We saw that. So we're seeing that the company itself is saying that guidance are looking good. And for that reason, another point for Bull Solo. Bull Solo is killing it with six points. Next, though, like I mentioned, right, just because the company is doing great, in my opinion, this company is pretty strong. It's doing everything the right way. It does not mean that I am willing to pay the price it currently is. So we first take a look at earnings per share for forward PE ratio. So these are analysis revenue uh, estimations, and their estimations are usually on point. So for this, the end of this year, they expect Chipotle to make $12.96 per share, which would give this company a forward PE ratio of 57. 57 is pretty high for me, and I'll show you guys why in a bit. For December 2020, earnings per share is expected to be $16.79 with the forward P.E. ratio of 44. So that's definitely a big jump from 57 to 44. It is showing that this company has growth potential. With 2020 having a 16.770 earnings per share, I would value this at about a 38 times P.E. ratio. That's where I would feel comfortable buying this. And that would give me a $640 price range. So anything below $640, I would be invested. But you may ask why I'm giving it at a 38 PE ratio. Why would I give it something lower? And this is the reason, right? So I took a look at Chipotle's competitors, right? And when I took a look at Chipotle's competitor, they gave me Starbucks, Yum, Domino's, and Dunkin' Donuts. Out of all of these, there's only one that I really consider a, a comparable competition to Chipotle. Maybe not competing for the same market, but I think they do attract almost similar customers and they have similar growth story even though chipotle is a little bit later behind but that would be starbucks so starbucks is one company that i would i would relate a lot more closer financially with with uh with chipotle so we can see this is p if you take a look at the bottom left bottom left there's a thing that says pe in parentheses ttm so ttm is trailing 12 months so that's the earnings per share the pe ratio based on the past 12 months data opposed to the past year guidance so past 12 data chipotle has a pe ratio of trailing 12 months of 104 that's dramatically high even starbucks which is still a growth company gives has a pe ratio of trailing 12 months of 39 39x so 39x is it's okay in my opinion so that that to me would be my my flat line now we're taking a look at in my, in my right here, where I have it right here, I have estimations for Starbucks as a whole. So Starbucks has a, P, a PE, forward PE of 32 for this year and 29.24 for the next year. So we can see the gap jump between 32 to 29 is not as big as 57 to 44. So that to me tells me one thing. That to me tells me that Chipotle is growing faster and is collecting more money, is, is growing at a faster rate than Starbucks, right? Starbucks seems to be, it's still growing, but it's not growing at a fast rate. But, um, so that, that's where, that's where I get that 38, right? So I wanted to get somewhere in between, I think anything around that 39 PE ratio where Starbucks is at the moment would be an okay value for me. And that's me as an investor, right? Every person could have their individual price range. Some people could have a, a higher PE ratio that they would feel comfortable purchasing because they really believe in the company. But for me, I do think that 38, uh, giving this company a food company a 38 PE ratio, I mean, 
at the end of the day, it is a food company. It's not like they're inventing the next the next wheel, right? So for that, even at thirty eight, some I'm feeling a little hard. Uh, I'm feeling a little a, a little conflicted giving it giving it this this type of PE ratio, just because it's in my opinion it's a little too high for a food company. But we're seeing that growth rate. This more seems to be a growth company. And for that reason, I gave it such a high P.E. ratio. So $640 is where I would be an investor. Anything below that, especially anything between 30 P.E. ratio or 30 to 35 P.E. ratio would definitely be a definite goal for me. So I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I hope you guys enjoy Darth. Um, where do we have it? Darth, Bear, and Bull Solo. They are my two new guys. I hope you guys are enjoying what I'm doing with them. But like I mentioned, right, just because Bull Solo got all the points, it just tells me that the company is doing everything correctly. It tells me that the company is doing good, but it does not tell me to buy the company. I'm just trying to keep track of how the company is doing. So we saw that Chipotle is doing everything right, but I still had to go with the price ratio. It doesn't determine the price, right? Just because things are going right doesn't mean it's always going to be a buy. And we saw the same thing with Microsoft, where Microsoft, the company, did collect all the points as well, but to me, the price wasn't there. I don't mind waiting for me. There's a lot more companies waiting that have a good P.E. ratio and that are still growing. One of the companies was ATVI Activation. I did a video on them, and I really liked them based on everything I saw. But don't worry, guys. There are going to be episodes where we see where we see Darth Bear, um, Darth Bear get some points. And that's also good, right? Darth Bear is definitely going to show us that there are companies out there doing bad. So I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Take care. See you next time. And have a good night.